I'm Steve Schwartz, founder of Pro Influence, and you're listening to Startup Spotlight, a podcast series featuring consumer-based startup companies and their passionate founders. Welcome to Startup Spotlight number six. If you are a parent or you have any kids in your life, I think you'll be especially interested in this episode. Today, we're showcasing Curoxin, an all-natural organic first aid ointment. Joining us now from Austin, Texas, is Caroline Goodner, CEO of Organicare, makers of Curoxin. Hi, Caroline. Thanks for joining us on Startup Spotlight. How are things down in Texas? Things are hot. It's been 100 degrees for several days, but it's all good. We're used to it. This is par for the course in Texas. Well, hey, we've uh, recently connected through the SKU or the SKU Accelerator there in Austin, and I'm excited to learn more about Curoxin because I myself have two young kids at home who are constantly getting skinned up. First, can you please give everyone a quick overview on Curoxin, specifically you know, what your background is and how did Curoxin first get started? It looks like you're no stranger to startups yourself. Yes, yes. I've been an entrepreneur pretty much my whole adult life. And, you know, I've always enjoyed kind of the consumer facing type of a company. And my first company was a, a DNA identification laboratory. We did paternity testing, and that was really the consumer facing piece. We also later did forensic DNA testing, but that was an exciting company to have and to run for 14 years. And then after that, I got more into consumer products by running a company called Upspring Baby. It was really a company that focused on products for moms and babies and really enjoyed that. And then uh, my business partner, David Shockley, who runs a medical device company, approached me in 2015, and we really got the company started in 2016 to bring a kind of very special all-natural organic ointment to the consumer market in the U.S. So once he he found me because he had really never done a consumer product before. He had always sold through medical channels. And I was looking for someone who had experience doing that. And we came together and, you know, with his regulatory expertise and understanding of kind of the more science and technical aspects, selling medical products and my more consumer-facing side, we decided to make the company together. Interesting. And are you a mom as well? I am a mom. I have an 11-year-old and a 13-year-old. So as a mom, I'm assuming that you saw a need for Curoxin as well. Absolutely. We are no stranger to scrapes and cuts and boo-boos and all sorts of things. So Curoxin was certainly going to be a very well-used product in our house. Now that Curoxin has launched, is there a fun behind-the-scenes story that you can tell us about your journey so far? Well, it is sort of related to what I just said. It, it's funny, I, you know, you, you want people to try your product, but you don't want people to get hurt. So it's always kind of interesting to see uh, what people's reaction is to that, you know, not wanting to, to wish trip and falls or scrapes, burns or bruises or anything like that. But, you know, we're trying to drive trial here. So sure, yeah. <laughs> it's, important, it's important that they have a reason to try it. Back on your kind of your startup experience, what's a, a piece of advice or a best piece of advice that you'd have for an early stage entrepreneur? You know, I think it's really embracing invention or creating a new way of looking at a market or a category. You know, I've always done companies where we're really introducing new and disruptive products that are very different than what's out there. And I love that because I think it's really exciting to sort of redefine what a market or a category is and what you drive the consumers to focus on. So for example, with Curoxin, I mean, the established brands that are in the category now are pretty 
much all antibiotic-oriented or petrochemical-based product. And so to be able to start focusing on something that's different than that and start highlighting what those differences are and get people talking in a different way, I find that really exciting. Speaking of, of customers and consumers, has there been something unique that you've learned about your customers thus far? Yes. One of the things I love best are those consumers who, I'm going to sound really sadistic here, but those consumers (laughs) that get hurt a lot in a similar way. So let's say it's the athlete that get um, turf burns or blisters because they're running a lot, or you know maybe it's a mom who has those kids like we do that scrape their knees all the time, or it's a chef that burns or cut their fingers frequently. So they know how these injuries typically heal, and then they try Curoxin. And what we've found time and time again, these anecdotal stories is they're seeing such a difference in their healing time and even in the, you know, kind of pain that they experience with the injury after they use Curoxin. So it's really heartening for me to hear firsthand people who kind of have that standard injury and the treatment of it is just so much better. So, you know, and, and people are just so grateful to have a natural alternative, particularly those that are already aware of and wanting more natural chemical free products. So is there a direct correlation between the strength of the, the antibiotics and the cure rate on the packaging I'm looking at right now? It says it's five times stronger than the other antibiotic ointments. Does that really mean that the healing process will go more quickly? That's a great question. The claim that's over five times more powerful at killing germs is not really a statement about the speed of healing. It's mm-hmm. a statement about the amount of bacteria that are killed by our product versus all the other products that are out there, including Neosporin and Polysporin and Bactatracin and Curad Silver and all these other products that we had tested in the same manner. So we were measuring the thing that most people say is the primary reason that they buy the product, which is to fight infection and kill bacteria. Nobody wants their wound to get infected. So that's why they use this type of a product. So we kind of went to the heart of the matter and said, okay, how does Curoxin kill bacteria compared to all these other guys? What we found is that Curoxin was far more effective and really five times more is, is an understatement. It was far more effective at killing bacteria and we tested five typical bacteria. It's a standard FDA test. It includes staph, E. coli, even MRSA. And so we tested five of these bacteria and Curoxin just did an outstanding job of killing them. And all the other guys did a rather mediocre job. Well, it's funny you say that because I got my Curoxin on Amazon. And when you take a look at the customer reviews on Amazon, everybody loves it. That's been the really fun, exciting, and heartening thing. You know, and what we find when we read these reviews, and there's another set of reviews that I've read that that just speak to lots of different ways people have used it, not just on cuts and burns and you know the typical minor minor wounds, but some people have used it for poison ivy and acne and all all these things that we can't really label it for, but they Mm -hmm. seem to be working for them. And and yes, it is really exciting to see you know practice all five-star ratings. I'll use the N-word, uh, Neosporin. That's been around forever. I think I used it when I was a kid or my mom used it on me when I was a kid. It's kind of a, a household staple. It's got to be extremely difficult to compete against a consumer product company like Johnson & Johnson. How do you guys do it? It's a great question. And, and absolutely, we read somewhere that I think Neosporin is one of the five most trusted brands across all categories. 
So it is it is no small feat to um, compete against them, um, which is why we had to have really clear and definable differences from it and the other products that are out there. But Neosporin is the big gorilla in this category for sure. The advantage I think that we have is the clear, clear points of difference. Uh, again, the bacteria kill rate, the fact that Turoxin is proven scientifically to do a better job at the primary reason that people buy this kind of product is pretty powerful. Powerful. The second reason is, you know, Neosporin actually has three different antibiotics in it. Two of them cause an allergic reaction in about 10% of people. That's a pretty big risk. And, yeah, that's uh, and a big doctors number. know this. Doctors know this. And so if you've been to the doctor or the dermatologist or had minor surgery and you're trying to heal up your scar, a doctor is probably going to say, use Vaseline or use something else. They're not going to recommend Neosporin because they know about the risk of allergy. So that's another clear point of difference. Curoxin doesn't contain any ingredients that would cause an allergic reaction. And then the third reason is, of course, three antibiotics in Neosporin are three antibiotics that you really shouldn't get exposed to because people shouldn't take antibiotics unless it's absolutely necessary. The FDA, the CDC, the World Health, Health Organization, all of these organizations are trying to teach people that any use of antibiotics, unless absolutely necessary, should be avoided. We wish to shine a light on this problem too. We don't think that Turoxin is the cure for it, but we do think it's one way that people can every day avoid unnecessary exposure to antibiotics. I think a lot of those points you just mentioned, I myself as a consumer probably wouldn't have realized until you just mentioned it. And, and we've found this over and over again. Even though people use Neosporin because they don't want their wounds to get infected, they don't connect the dots that there are antibiotics in it, much less three different antibiotics. And so, it, you know, it's a really interesting phenomenon that that connection doesn't get made, or maybe people just think the antibiotics you're supposed to avoid are ones that you take orally. That's another thing that we're trying to educate people on is that no, an exposure is an exposure and you should avoid it when possible. The comment you had about the allergic reaction. I mean, my son, yeah, my, my son is uh, allergic to a lot of different things and would have never thought that he may have an allergic reaction to something like, uh, you know, an ingredient in, uh, in Neosporin. That's right. And a lot of people don't realize what the allergic reaction might look like. And sometimes it's not super severe, but a lot of times what happens is people use Neosporin and the wound gets a little redder. And so people think, oh, maybe it is actually getting infected. I better use more Neosporin. <laughs> and then right. more Neosporin on it, and the wound keeps getting redder, and it doesn't get better. It actually worsens. And so, you know, a lot of times people aren't realizing that's what's happening, but they're actually making things worse by using it if, yeah. you know, if the person they're using it on is among those 10% of people that are allergic. Well, what's your vision for Curoxin in next step? We're still in early stages. We've just started selling Curoxin in February of this year, so we obviously want to expand it. We're in four regional retail chains, and we wish to become um, become available in a national chain by next year. So we want to expand the, the reach and the distribution of Curoxin in the U.S. Uh, we may expand it into Europe because Europe already knows you shouldn't use products with antibiotics in it for this kind of thing. So Neosporin is not even allowed to be sold over there. Um, so we think that a natural, yeah, a natural organic effective product like Curoxin may be a very good fit for the European market. 
And then we also have a lot of R&D going on to bring out new natural and organic products that also have the same proven efficacy Curoxin does. So we've got something in the pipeline for ear infection, something in the pipeline for yeast infection. So, you know, there are a number of different things we're working on that we think uh, are going to sort of mimic the approach that we're taking with Curoxin. That sounds expensive. You know, oftentimes startup companies require outside capital to keep growing and do those kinds of line and brand extensions. Have you guys raised capital in the past and are you currently fundraising? Uh, we, we have raised a seed round with private investors and we are uh, looking at raising a little bit more money and we can either do it internally with our existing investors or we are considering and looking at the possibility of um, more strategic investment, either venture capitals or other, other private investors that have experience in this area and that could help with perhaps connections or experience with retailers or, or other such things that may help us in a more strategic way. Caroline, it sounds like you guys have got some great plans and some big ideas. Tell us a little bit about the team and and the people you work with. Yeah, I think we're really lucky in who we have as partners and team members to make this company work. My business partner, David Shockley, who has a medical device company, brings with him 25 years of experience of regulatory success in getting medical devices through the FDA, and he understands how the FDA works and what needs to be done and the level of rigor it takes to pass muster with that agency. And then on the manufacturing side, we have a partner in Italy that not only has excellent credentials in making products, but also in the R&D side. So we're able to have an ongoing pipeline of products that are being researched and validated so that we can be an ever-growing company. So I think the team itself has a lot of solid backing that would be a vulnerability for another startup that was just trying to be kind of a marketing company or a sales company of this kind of product. Well, if people want to learn more about Curoxin, whether they be, you know, consumers, retailers, et cetera, you know, where would you point them to? You know, Curoxin.com, our website is probably the best resource. We would love to see more followers on our Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, that kind of thing. But Curoxin.com is the best source of information. What's the one thing you'd like listeners to remember about Curoxin when they see it online or they see it on the shelf? The Curoxin is scientifically proven to be more effective at killing germs and bacteria than any of the other products that are sitting on shelf next to it, and that it's natural and organic and won't cause uh, or contribute to the big problem of antibiotic resistance. Caroline, thank you so much for coming on Startup Spotlight. Best of luck to you and Curoxin in the future. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And that'll wrap things up for this episode of Startup Spotlight. I'm Steve Schwartz of Pro Influence. Please give us your feedback and share this podcast with your family, friends, and colleagues. You can find all Startup Spotlight episodes on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening, and be on the lookout for our next episode coming soon.